Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time love your skin again, go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite 
favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Okay, enough said. We just did a collab podcast with Good Moms Bad Choices podcast. If you don't follow them on Instagram, go follow them. If you don't listen to their podcast, go subscribe to it. This are there's just the two realest ladies on the internet and we love them. They're single moms navigating the dating world, open regarding sexuality and all things motherhood. Just cool, wicked ladies that we are so honored to have done a podcast with. Um, check it out. We even get to um, like relationships, body confidence, sexuality, literally marijuana, drink everything. Go check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Kat and Nat are like the, the white version of us. They're like, <laughs> they're married and they have more kids, but they just don't give a fuck just yeah. like us. Welcome, Welcome to, to the new series, Cocktails and Conversation with Kat and Nat. And we've decided to bring you all of these conversations with people that we like to have where there's a little bit of wisdom, always hilarity, and hilaria. Yes, some famous, some just cool, some drink, some don't drink, but there's always a conversation. Cheers, join us. Yeah. Oh. So we are Kat and Nat. We are of the Mom Truths podcast. And um, and we are here with you guys who are good moms, moms bad, bad choices. choices. Wow, that was really good. I love that. Did you guys? We need to do that. Okay. We're from Mom, Mom Truths. The we're actually think, okay podcast. You know, I'm I'm so glad you guys are so honest with how you're feeling because let I think a lot of moms and women right now are feeling like so spent and like just kind of done. Like just kind of like you. We're like the positive party, and now it's kind of like fuck it. I'm tired. I'm <laughs> yeah. fucking tired. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, tired. I'm, I'm tired and I don't, I don't want to always have to be the positive party. Why do moms have to be the positive party? Fuck, we do all this shit anyway. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm not you, positive. I, I know. I, I, was, I, I, think, I was thinking about the, the way that my children make me feel and that if, 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 I was, if this was a relationship with anybody else to my children, I would cut that relationship. Like so long ago, they make me matter they make me want to explode they make me second guess myself feel insecure <laughs> like they, they, they take all my energy and then they just leave me to just fill myself back up I'm like this isn't a healthy relationship but when we um talked to you guys last I was so like first of all I love how open you are about like sexuality and your body and dating um dating as single moms like that is so intriguing because it's right now so foreign for this woman who just had her 14 year wedding anniversary with the Ooh. same fucking guy <laughs> when I'd never dated a guy more than a year before that, and I cannot imagine that I've been with the same one I mean he, I don't know how I did it and you know what we take it day by day but your stories of dating are so fucking juicy and that you send nudes and you're fine with it <laughs> 
we send oh a lot of nudes. God. Well, we so on our so on our Instagram, like we sometimes we well not sometimes all the time we encourage our our followers to send us nudes because sometimes women like they have they don't feel confident or they don't have anyone to send their nudes to or they want someone to check to make sure they look cute before they send the nude. And sometimes you're just feeling sexy and you want to send a nude, but like, who are you going to send them to? You got like 12 in your camera roll, but you haven't sent them to nobody, but you're one friend that you've already known, but like, send them to us. You don't. <laughs> and we send How them back. How do you take a nude without a selfie stick? Oh my God. How many what? How do, you, how do you take a nude without a selfie stick? Um, You prop the phone up on a lot of things. I use pillows. And then you push the timer. Books. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Long arms. Any, yeah. Any tips? On how to take a nude. Take a hundred. One will be good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying. Do you, do you totally do like the vag? It's not just boobs. It's like the whole. That's the reserve vagina. for a special person. I'm not really a big vag. First of all. Vagina. Yeah, picture taker. We're, we're like all vagina holders, but like everybody knows like a front facing vagina photo isn't that beautiful, no matter how beautiful your vagina is. Like <laughs> I've literally taken one. Good, I, will, I would have to disagree. I mean, I don't, I don't like taking, uh, it looks like, I, I like, a, like I've taken one vagina photo, really good one in like the last five years and I've just recycled <laughs> that one. <laughs> and there was just the one that was like, wow, that is a beautiful one. But okay. I haven't, I don't know if I still have that one, but um. I don't know. I, I personally, I don't think vaginas front phrasing are that good. They don't really age, huh? They age? don't age that much, right? Oh my god! If, would you know the vagina? No, but I have a confession. I don't. Did I tell you? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I went oh, first. I went to a party and I was having a great time at the party and I was getting drunk and then I went to pee and then I don't know why I was so focused on my vagina while I was wiping, but I zoomed in and I was like, "Is that a is that a gray hair?" <laughs> And I was like, oh, you're drunk, you're drunk, you know? So I let it go. And then the next day I was peeing again. I was like, oh, fuck, I need to recheck that. I think I was tripping. And I looked and I have a little gray vaginal pubic hair. So the question is, Lucky? no, it's still there. I, I thought maybe my vagina is wise, you know? Yeah, you earned that pube. You earned it. It's just one. But if, if like three pop up, they're out of here. I'd never had um brown hair before and so i'd never had brown hair uh-huh so i got finally i can see that there's a couple grays so cat's been um i've been t- she told me she that i don't have very much hair so she doesn't want to pluck them but i'm like just pluck it you guys both work full time i'm totally intrigued right and then you podcast and do good mom's bad choices on the side yeah yeah it's her side hustle big do you find that you is it hard? Is it hard to make time for this space, or is it an outlet for you? Both. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, when we started it, we didn't know like how much time it was going to take. As I'm sure you know, like we're like, oh yeah, it's going to be so fun, it's so easy. It's like whatever. We're gonna talk every week. <laughs> we talk all the time. No problem. <laughs> And then it's like every Wednesday comes and I'm like, how the fuck is it Wednesday again? How? We just did this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and it is like, you know, when we, we ha- when we have like stacked up episodes and we haven't recorded for a long time, like, I'm like, I need therapy. We need therapy. Like this is they our don't ther- know about what's happening recently. It's so important. We need to get on the mic. This is our therapy. And it, like, I know, I don't know about you, but like, I don't know. I've, I've done a lot of growing publicly. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And so it's made me have to be really accountable um, for what I say and the things that I, you know, am saying that other, like I suggest other people do, like I got to take my own goddamn advice. Um, but yeah. And then like also having my other business, which keeps me really busy as well. It's really hard to balance nap. That's really loud. Sorry. But you haven't even talked about that. Like motherhood on top of that, which is a, like a full-time fucking job during COVID. It's a full-time job. It's a full-time job. <laughs> Well, my daughter's going to summer camp in like five days. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. Wait, you need to get her on board on that? Y'all have to do this together. You cannot not do it together. You are going to like the most expensive summer camp she could find. It's like $200 a day. I'm like, bitch, I'll I'll take it to my mom's house. It's not $200 a day, but it is stupid. (laughs) But I don't care because I need her to get the fuck out of my house. Whatever your sanity is priceless. If it's your sanity, fuck it. You gotta get the fuck out. She was. She was signing up her son for camp, and she was like, you know, you can do pods. There could be five people, and I have three sons. Just so so you know, in Toronto, we're not even out of lockdown yet. We're still in lockdown. Like, we're not even allowed. Like, they just. Because they care about you. (laughs) Okay. They care about you in Canada. We have a a president that doesn't give a 500 cases (laughs) in the whole country, and we're not allowed out. 500 cases in the whole, all the camps a day. And all of Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 500. Yeah. Under 1,000 every day in all of Canada. And we're wow. like, nope, you can't do that. You can only be with five people. Now it's 10. But- I, I'm kind of sick of being taken care of and someone caring about me. I just want to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. But no, so she, her kid's going to this camp. So she says to me, do you, you want to put your sons in the camp? I'm like, yeah. And then my husband, he's there and he's, He's peeking in from behind. He's like, do you know how much that camp costs? <laughs> no, seriously, Natalie, have you looked at how much that costs? And I was like, I guess we won't be coming to camp with yeah. you. <laughs> same thing. So she gets to go to camp. You, you get to be the camp counselor. I mean, I have I have a little bit reser- – I have some reservations about camp. I mean, obviously, I'm, COVID is apparently making a comeback here. And America is like not taking it seriously at all. And we're like leading, we're almost, we're like second in in the lead of like the most cases in the world. So yeah, I'm a little concerned, but also like I'm willing to just test it (laughs) for a week. (laughs) See how it plays out. See what happens. Like her school is taking a lot of precautions and like doing a lot of like, you know, the temperature testing, all the counselors are getting tested weekly. So I feel good about it, but like for my mental health, I need it. I feel I have so much mom guilt constantly because like I am working and like normally in our normal life, she would be at school while I'm doing that. So I wouldn't feel so bad about like ignoring her all day. <laughs> like yesterday we were working all day and I was like, we haven't talked to our kids all day. We've just been yelling at them through yeah. this glass door that I have where we can see them. And like telling them to basically like shut the fuck up and yep. eat and go play outside and, and shut the fuck up. Don't need any more snacks and, and go play eat. outside and don't talk to us. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Like <laughs> it's not good. You guys, don't, you, don't you feel like with the COVID now, like mom judgment and mom shaming is going to go even more off the chart? Like whether or not you should send your kids to school, not send your yeah. kids to school. Like I just feel like 
the wars have already begun and I'm like, I, it's like you said, I'm doing what's best for me and my family and I'm going to see what happens. I just, it's going to get bad. And even just in my friend group and they're talking about like when they're talking about how they've schooled their kids in the past few months and how we're all so different, but yeah, we're all like friends. You'd think we'd all sort of be like, like having the same kind of ideas, but no, everyone is so different. They're like, oh, finally, it's the last day of school. I'm like, oh my God, my You're kids haven't been in school for months. I'm not going my daughter had her kindergarten graduation last week. And like, I was like, so technically I should have been teaching her up until this date. Like, so right. basically she's been on summer for like two months. Like all we do is go yes. outside and I'm when we're on walks. I'm like, what does that start with? That's school. Like tree. tree. T- 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 <laughs> That's the extent. Exactly the same as you guys. So at least it's good to know that there's going to be a lot of people like us. I didn't do that. I told Erica, I was like, oh my God, like in five years, if she has developmental reading issues, it's going to be my fault because I have not taught her in the last three months. I feel like I'm, my guilt is, is over, like overwhelming myself because I'm like, she's going to be, I told her the other day, I was like, all the other kids are going to know how to read. You're going to be behind if you don't practice every day. And then we pulled up to 7-Eleven and there's a homeless and she's like, am I going to be like him? And I was like, yes, because you won't have a job and you won't have a house. And she was like, yeah. she was like, but what about you, mommy? You're not going to help me. I was like, I can't always help. You. Oh my God. I love it. I love wait, it. Wait, I have a question for you guys because you guys have, your kids are older than ours. And like, yeah. so my daughter's teeth have started to fall out. And mm-hmm. so like yesterday, the last night, the tooth, I don't want her to hear me. I'm like, the tooth fairy came last night and Loki actually, she, the tooth fairy is supposed to come yesterday, but I forgot because we fell asleep. Yeah. Like I put the pillow under, I put the tooth under her pillow and I straight up fucking forgot to put money yeah. under there. And she woke up and was like, she didn't come. And I was like, fuck. No. I was like, and I blamed, she blamed her. Storms. Uh, um, um, too many people lost teeth that night. There was a snowstorm in Canada. We have those. Yeah. And, um, she got lost. She didn't have to to come in because of COVID, so she couldn't come in. <laughs> That's great. Not a mask. Yeah. Social distancing. I've had, had like it's gone a week, and every the kid just. I mean, it, it gets to a point where my kids stop looking, and then finally mm-hmm. I do it, and they're like, "I'm like, did you check on your pill?" And they're like, "Oh, right." Okay. We think do you, you should do you keep like, all. Do you keep all the teeth? Like when no. you tell them it's not real anymore. No. Like what's, when the fuck no, does it end? Like, this is what we think. We should start a movement. We all put down like. <laughs> 30 bucks on the first tooth and like now this is for every tooth like you lost one this is for all of there's 32 dollars. i was so i was so like happy not happy like emotional when she lost her first one that i gave her ten dollars for the one tooth that i was like okay i kind of set the bar here and this is too much i did i did too much so you did you don't, it's all you have in the house. Like, yes. This one time. Who has cash? We need I didn't, ha- I didn't have any cash. So I had to like ask my friends that were here to pull it all together. For- Actually, no, you know what I did? Oh my God. I did something even worse. Low-key. Oh, yeah. I went in her piggy bank. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. her money and put oh, yeah. it under her thing. Wait. And then, so when I went to get the piggy bank, she, she was sleeping. I took it out of her room and put it in my room. I gave her the money. She woke up in the morning. She's like, look. And then she looked over and saw that her piggy bank was missing. And I was like, 
trying to distract her. I was like, oh my God, wait, no, no, no. And then I went and snuck it back in there. And I was like, I'm a fucking terrible mom. And she was like, that's funny. I had exactly $10 in my pinky bag. That's what she said to me. I was like, your daughter's a fucking private investigator, five-year-old. That's what she is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, girl, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what you do. You take from the piggy bank, you put under their pillow. And then and then when you like, yeah, you have no money for pizza, you steal from the piggy bank. Oh, yeah. I do that too. I take yeah. her birthday oh, yeah. money and spend it on myself. Yes. I mean, yeah. don't worry. This is just the and honestly, we've gotten to the point we, that we have so many kids that, like, our little one will be like, you know, like, I, I know about Santa. Like, I know it's fine. You don't have to try so hard. Like, <laughs> I, I won't tell anybody else. Yeah, they all, it's like, just at the gong show over here. Um, as I, I want to ask you guys a question because, you know, we don't often talk about uh, single moms. We come from single moms, but our audience, when we touch upon it, our experience as children uh, with single moms, it resonates with them. And I think that, like, for our platform, hearing what kind of things um, you guys go through in terms of, like, getting it done and and kind of the overwhelming sense of the daily, right? Like, not every day you can just be like, I need to tap out for a minute, right? Like, you're on when you have your, your children. It's you all day. Um, so what are some of the things like that get you through the day or help you not feel all the guilt or make you feel not like bad mom? Because <laughs> you guys I can't, if you're listening, you can't. We've got some nice, beautiful green buds. That I just need those. Us. I need those. I want to get on. To Marijuana. <laughs> yeah. okay. but for real, is that something that literally helps you cope? Like, what is it? I think so many women are like drowning. And okay, I, think I don't want to like advocate. I mean, well, we are cannabis moms, right? And obviously, you know, we're also in California. We're in California, so it's legal. Let me clear. <laughs> no, no, I'm not defending myself. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really give a fuck what, what anyone yeah, says. I've go. been smoking since I was a teenager. So, but um, I think, yeah, I think cannabis has helped me a lot because I do have anxiety, and so it helps me calm myself it also helps me be like more playful so like yeah. I'm, I'm not like even when I had kids like even when I before I had a daughter or a child in general I never really wanted kids because I don't like to fucking play and I um I was that like well I was that girl on the plane that like if you sat a baby next to me I'm like um excuse me I'm in, can I move like I don't want to be near oh. here child yeah. um <clears throat> so now that I have a kid, obviously I love children now. I love my child. I love my friend's kids. I don't really love a lot of other people's kids. Um, but I still don't like to fucking play. So weed really like opens that part up of me where I can go play to our Barbie dream house for 25, 23 minutes um, <clears throat> or like do other things. I think also, I mean, our, our kids are a little bit older now, so they can be distracted whereas like when they were infants it was like constant it was just oh. fucking constant yeah. you couldn't breathe right you were like, literally I clinging mean, to your body i mean even now like i can't even take a shit by myself still like i don't know when the fuck that ends i've like tried no, to like no, make it no. like a horrible experience for her like it's fucking smells in here like you don't want to be in here like but they she doesn't want care. to see it too they want to watch it see it they want to oh see I, and, and don't even talk about when i'm on my period like she's like wants to be all up in there and what's see what's that mama well, i'm like what's that string why are you bleeding are you okay i'm like oh my god you got it yeah. that blood <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think also like having a tribe, like having support has been so important as a single parent, like having Jamila, like having my, my family. And like, I think for those, for those out there that don't have like family or don't live in the city where you have family to help you, it's important to really 
you got to make an effort to get out there and find a few friends that can help support you. Because if not, you're going to lose your fucking shit. You are. I don't think I I would make it without you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it without you. (laughs) I just wouldn't. Do you both have family nearby? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like, so my grand, my parents are not like traditional grandparents in the sense that they're like, like my mom is a business owner, CEO. So she's constant. Well, before this, she's constantly gone. So she's not like grandma retired. Come over, honey. Like, no, I don't have that like grandma support system. And same with my dad. He's gone all the time also. So they're there. <laughs> but um, I've had to lean on like other like friends and, you know, I have I have help. So that that helps. My, um, my dad is the, is like the yeah. Disneyland dad. He is like, he is the one I can count on to take. He thinks we go half on my baby. So, but he's been in Mexico the entire quarantine. And my mom is acting like she's so busy oh. over there, even though I know she's not because we're not doing nothing. So that's been a challenge, but I have my, my other best friend who I grew up with since I'm like in kindergarten, doesn't have any kids and thought she would have like all the kids by now. So she also is like, goes. she's also like, I call her my baby daddy. She'll we'll like go, well, she'll pick up her from school. Like we, we co-parent. So I'm, we're, I'm kind of lucky to be in the city that I grew up in with friends because it is a village. I do really utilize my village. Like, and also we have, we do have, you know, we do have baby daddies we have people that yeah. we had these children with so they are obligated to <laughs> split the time so when you're when you're when you're with like you know i we often say that also some women who are in relationships are still like kind of single moms because they're doing double duty and then like when we would go on tour we'd meet so many women who were so fucking exhausted because they were in a relationship where it wasn't 50 50 so they were like single moms and then taking care of this person who was more of a drain than like a help and I, I was, find that I, that's usually the case. When, yeah. When, when <laughs> I broke up with my baby daddy, like it, obviously like you're sad for like two weeks, but <laughs> afterwards I was like, Oh my God, thank you. God, this is, this is how I was meant to parent because I was like, I get to drop off the baby. And then I'm like, don't call me. Don't say shit. I don't call me to, to get in the shower. Don't call me to get her dressed. Don't call me to do her hair. I'm out. And it was almost like a blessing. And now that I'm dating someone and my, the guy I'm dating is a little bit older and he's like, yeah, like, I want to really talk about kids in one year. I'm like, you mean together? <laughs> you want to like have a kid in the household with the person you're dating? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if that works for me. My life, I think I'm meant to be a co-parent. <laughs> I like to go half, but obviously I, I know like that's not ideal, but I'm so, I'm so. Yeah. I was going to say like, I'm, I, I, I really, I think we talked about this when we first chatted that like, I really actually feel bad for married people <laughs> because they don't get yeah, a break. No. Like they don't get to drop their kids off and like, that's it for a few days. Well, like, well, men think that it's just the mom's, the mom's duty. Like, well, you're the mom. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> we have super progressive husbands. We think we have super progressive husbands who when we walk out the door, we don't have to like leave a list. Like we walk out and they're there. But um, when we still. go on tour still, they're not worried about September and if the kids are home. Like they're mm-hmm. not worried about it. Guess who this falls on is us still. Or if there's a phone call, uh, we have to keep the kids quiet. But our job is kind of like, you know, like we watch the kids and take the phone call. They get to go take the phone call, was, you know, like, things like that. I was also when she just said, 
when you're married, you never get a break. And I was, I immediately thought you never get a break from him because he comes home every day. Yeah, but, but you yeah, met the kids. kids. Yeah, I met the kids. I met like, <laughs> but there's that too. They sleep there every fucking night. They don't get a break. So honestly, part of us being able to come away, our, our, our husbands are working from home. Like my husband works from home. There's not good Wi-Fi, so they have to leave. There's not good Wi-Fi. You have to go. You can't be here. You can come on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, we're like, later. Get out of here. Um, how, how is dating going, ladies? Give us some updates on the COVID dating situation. Well, we've both found partners-ish. She doesn't. She hasn't. She doesn't have a boyfriend technically. Um, I do in COVID in quarantine. So I we've been both. I've been single for almost three years. Um, and you know my 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 relationship with my daughter's father was seven years. So I knew I needed like a good break in between to like figure out who the fuck I am, what I want. You know really just like have casual sex for a while because I needed that. <laughs> Cause, and so um, I was on, I've been on dating apps on and off throughout my singleness and I've had a good time. Like in the beginning, it was really great to meet people. I would usually, I would usually use it when I travel. So I would meet people in different cities um, and it was exciting cause I didn't really have any expectations. I just wanted to like have fun, meet new people. And then like somewhere along like the two year mark, I was like, okay, like what, are we just we're just fucking okay cool. Is it getting old? Should like I, maybe more? I should like have feelings for people. <laughs> um, and so I kind of like I started really wanting a relationship, and so I we told our listeners we we talk about manifestation a lot on our podcast. Um, and so we wrote down a list for our manifestation. And we was we wrote down every little thing we were looking for in our partner. You know, my mom when I told her I was making this list, she was like. You better be very specific. Like, don't be modest. Like, if you want to ask for like the the craziest shit ever that maybe you'd be embarrassed to tell somebody, like a big dick, really rich, like all those type Girthy. of things. <laughs> like, don't be afraid. So I did yeah. that. And generous. Yeah, likes to dance. Will let me be free. You know, all those it things. Doesn't mind if I'm topless at the beach. Owns house plants. All those things. Um, so. I, we made those lists and then somewhere along the line, we actually, we had an interview with someone where she was saying dating and quarantine is so great. Like people are all home. You're going to have really engaging conversations with men because they're finally like sitting their ass down. And yeah. I was like, no, I don't think so. So I was like, whatever, let me, let me just try to rejoin hinge, which was this app I was using. And I went on there and this guy had hit me up and he had hit me up like maybe about a year ago. We had, a, we had a date scheduled two hours before the date. He canceled, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> he tried to reschedule. I was like, I'm good, bro. I'm cool. And he continued to hit me, and so I just continued to ignore him. Um, and then I rejoined this app. He hit me again. was like, look, can we just go on a virtual date? It's COVID. Like, it's low pressure. You don't have to come anywhere. And so I was like, fine. And so we did the date. I still didn't really give a fuck. Thank God Jamila, my husband, was there at my date because we were working earlier. And so she was like, who the fuck are you talking to? Because she could see I was just like. And so she took the phone and started like asking him questions, like good questions. And I was like, oh, I like how he answered that. That was really smart. And then I was like, okay, I'll take my phone back. Thank you. And 
kind of like grew from there. We went on a few more virtual dates and finally met in person. And now we're in love and I have a boyfriend. <laughs> we did mushrooms and, and then I fell in love. We did mushrooms and then we fell in love. Only hmm? one of you has a boyfriend, but you're both seeing people. So she also found someone on in quarantine. Or she had found him before as well. But they're not they're yeah, not, but you're no, not boyfriend they're, they're girlfriend. Just dating. They're we dating. are um I don't know okay. I when I got of when I got out of the relationship with my daughter's father, I was like on some fuck relationship shit. I was like I'm a free woman now. And and then maybe like 2 years after that, we oh no, sh- like a year after that we started a podcast that was even more empowering and being moms that date and like fuck the bullshit. You know, I'm not settling. And so you know, I'm I I am self. I was a self-proclaimed going on dates person because I like to talk and I like to eat. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go on like dates three times a week," you know. <laughs> so I was doing that, and I was fine living that life. We went to New York. I was acting crazy, just like just in New York, just meeting people, having three-way makeout sessions, just to say I did, and <laughs> just running fucking buck wild. <laughs> and then um, I came back quarantine blew up and I think I realized in that first month like oh fuck I need human connection like real one not like the the surface kind of level I was doing I was just like going through it like mostly everybody in the world but um I had went on a date with a guy right before quarantine but because I was so like going on so many dates a week and like (laughs) not giving a fuck he was a nice guy I had a good time but I was like if I don't see him in another two weeks Gonna ref- I'm gonna forget. I only have like a one week span of memory for guys, you know. <laughs> so we ended up going on another day, and um, we went to like just like a lookout mountain, like we were in high school, and we just watched the city, yes. and we like um, took some mushrooms and got really deep and made out. And I was like, oh my god, I'm in love. Um, but he, it's gotten pretty serious. We've, I don't, I've never done this. I don't understand it, but we've decided we're not going to date other people, but we're not in a relationship, which I'm also now I'm like, what, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> if I'm not dating you, why yeah. can I not date other people? <laughs> don't tell them I said that. But that- <laughs> I don't understand the difference, but I mean, I haven't dated in a long time. I guess you're not ready to change your Facebook status yet. You know what right. I mean? Like you're right. not ready to be in a relationship, but you're not ready to be like, uh, you're not going to tell anyone where you're at. You're but it's just really not, not sharing your location. From- I'm not sharing. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to like, and that's that's a big thing with me. I don't like being told what the fuck to do. I don't like I don't like being asked what? a lot of questions. Where are you at? What are you doing? Blah 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 blah. I don't like that, and I don't like having to care about someone else's feelings. Oh. She doesn't want to have to tell someone what she's doing or where she's. I going. I don't either. Yeah, no, I know, but we have to. We're married. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, guys, can I ask you a question? Because I'm lie. so intrigued by this. I find it so interesting that you two are so confident as like with your bodies and meeting people and dating people where most women who are married and with the same person who's seen a person come out of their vagina are so insecure with themselves, even though they've like shared the biggest moment with someone of making another person. Like what, how do you, how do you, get the confidence to be so and how do both of you have it honestly i think this is probably not the politically correct answer but when you date when you're dating i feel like 
you get more excited about yourself because other people are excited about you, a new person, you know, you're like, it's not like the same person just seeing you. I'm like, eh, it's like, oh, wow. They're trying to impress you. You're getting dressed up. They're trying to like court you. So you're like, I am this shit. Want to see my titty, you know? <laughs> and whereas like when you're the same person, it gets, it gets, you know, routine. I'm not saying that's the answer, but I'm saying, I just think. <laughs> Break up with your husband. <laughs> And <laughs> I, I think it just makes you exciting about yourself because you get to, you know, go on dates and like meet people. And, and, and also me, I'm an exhibitionist. I like to be naked. So I'm just a, a, a weird person in general. She's I, 94 pounds. 98 so, bitch. So she always looks like she's in shape. <laughs> so I don't even know why she's answering this question. <laughs> I mean, for me, okay, for me, like, Fuck you. she always, my, my opinion she counts. literally has a six pack always. Um, I, on the other hand, uh, I guess 70, it'd be pretty I gained 70 pounds in pregnancy. And um, after I had my kid, yeah. So, you know, you know, after I had my kid, I was like, who the fuck? 100. 100. 100. Ooh, okay, girl. Uh-huh. What, were you, what were you eating over there? <laughs> McDonald's every day, all day, okay. as much as I could. Mine Everything. with Ben and Jerry's. Every- oh, McFlurry, so good. Um, I Everything. really struggled after that, like to like, yeah, I did not recognize myself. I did not feel confident. I did not feel sexy. Honestly, my partner wasn't really helping. Um, and I was going through postpartum and I just didn't feel like myself. I just did not recognize myself. And I mean, I don't know. I don't have the answer as to like for married people or people that are still in relationships as to how to do that because I didn't I would I didn't accomplish that. It wasn't accomplished for me. I never really felt confident when I was with him. And um I, I reached out constantly to him to like basically tell him, I need you to validate me. I need you to validate me, please. And he was like, It's not my job to validate you. And and it and it's true. It's true. Uh, it's true, but yeah, he was being an asshole. Um so for me, like I don't know. Like I really had to like find it in myself. I mean, obviously I think dating helped me because other people finding me attractive. I was like, Oh wait, I am attractive. Oh wait, you don't care about my stomach. Oh, okay. Well, fine. I'm still, my booty's good. Okay. But a lot of it still had to do with like me. I think therapy helped me too. My therapist, cause I told her I've, I've had like body issues on and off my whole life. Um, and so she would, she told me like, you got to look in the mirror and touch your body and put lotion on. And when you touch your body, you say, oh my God, I'm so thankful for my legs. I'm so thankful for this stomach that like birthed a child, you housed a child here. And so I know it sounds like weird and like hippie-ish, but it really did help me. Like, and now even like right okay. now, I'm not like my normal weight. And like, I still like, I've, I've been complaining a lot about my weight lately, but like, it's not, as bad as it was before. Like I was so hard on myself before. Why stop calling me? Um, I was really hard on myself before. We just had two kids hiding in the bathroom. Two kids had been listening, hiding in the bathroom. Oh my God. The big one, but we're telling you all types. So now they know that whoever you're talking to takes mushrooms and stop calling. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. 
Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Nat. Um, I, I would just because we live in Canada, just like you live in California. It's everything's legal. You can go buy. There's pot shops everywhere. There's cannabis okay. shops, all the places, on every corner, basically. So, okay, so we got to get naked. Yeah. Get lotion. Look in the mirror and tell yeah. ourselves. Actually, I do. I do. I think that this platform has helped me personally become more comfortable with who I am because I realize that no one's really looking at you. Like you're worried about everyone looking at you, but they're as worried about looking like they're all thinking about themselves. No one's really thinking about you. They're all really thinking about themselves. And if they're staring at you, it's probably because they love something about you, not because they're like, oh, she should be, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I think so. <laughs> oh, who's that sexy mama? <laughs> I, I also think as moms, mom, can't even, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that on our Instagram? I, I also think we need that bathing suit. Okay. I would look good in that. Bathing suit's from Amazon. Okay. Oh, that's where we get our bathing suits. Okay. I have the Amazon. I have that bathing suit. It does not look like that on me. <laughs> yeah. I look. Got the bulbous. You also have to find what's like what what makes you feel confident. What like what's your big what's your best asset? I mean, for me, you know, I bought some titties, so that that helps, and I got a booty, so I focus on those things. I try to highlight those things. A button, a button boob. Try to focus on this and the butt. So I I I think that also. Did you say you bought those titties? Yeah, I bought them. (laughs) You look so juicy. They are good. My doctor, I told him, make them hang. Hang them. They're good. <laughs> wow. I want those. Go to San Diego. I'm like, I'm going to check out Dr. Laverson. <laughs> Okie dokie. I just want like a pump. You know what I mean? Like I want them like that. Like I just want them. They're okay. That looked good. I just want them like this. <gasps> you Yes. Like, like I that. just want them higher. I just want them. Like, I feel like life is beaten that a bit. That looks good. You know? You should walk. That's I what feel you like need. they've been like punched around and grabbed. They need to be up here a bit more. <laughs> yes. Wait, speaking them. of being punched and grabbed around, like how are you guys? What are you guys? What's going on with you guys and your husbands during quarantine? Are you guys like having more sex than ever? Mm-hmm. Are you guys like more Getting freaky over there? Are you guys like experimenting now that you're home? Like trying new things? or you just like don't touch me um you know what we we do our we do these uh late night lives these thursday night parties and people send in their covid confessions and i mean i i i had no idea there's something called corny which is quarantine horny and people are feeling this because they don't feel like they can get enough time alone with their husbands to go and have sex and so they're having sex in public, public places or one of them works at a church so she does it in the like the teen youth room with her husband so the only place she can go Ooh. and i have to tell you i i'm inspired by them yeah. and i wish that i was more like how you guys talk and i'm gonna i'm hoping 
that one day that fire gets ignited inside of me and, and you won't even be able to hold me down and everyone will be hearing me because I won't be able to control myself. But in reality right now, at the end of the day of taking care of these people who are not in a healthy relationship with me, those children, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. I just want to feel soft sheets on my body. I want to close my eyes. I want to take whatever those pills she gives me are. And I want to say the night. Wait, how old are your kids? Uh, 10, no, wait, 11, 9, 7, no, 11. Whatever. Oh, yeah. They're, they're between 4 and 11. Okay. Oof. 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 It's a bit much, you know. <laughs> I will say that I think that, um, you know, I think that we've been in marriage for so long. And, you know, you talk about having a break or like giving. We've talked to a lot of our friends right now are not a lot of our friends. We know people going through divorces and it's like they're finding them themselves for the first time. They seem so happy because they have a minute to think about themselves versus constantly worrying about everybody else. And when we would travel, I feel like that was an outlet for us to be like independent because we'd always been home and like the primary caregivers of everybody. And I feel like I'm back to that. And I feel like I'm, I don't even know who I am right now because every day I'm taking care of people. And, and we even said that like, we've lost our fun, like during COVID because all we used to do was giggle and laugh. And now it's like, we're not doing that. Mm. So I feel like a big part of our everything is stepping away to be women, not just moms. And right now all we are are moms trying to squeeze in podcasts and work within tiny moments. I feel like when we get to go travel and, and spend a lot of time away, I think I'm a good part-time wife. You know what I mean? I'm not like, I don't want like 365 days of be playing wife, but I can do it part-time. Yes. Yes. How do you do that? I, What's uh, that situation? I, I think that's a part of even like we're talking about our self, like our bot, our self body love and our dating. I realized like I breastfed for a fucking hella long, like two and a half years. And I was like three and a half. Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm an all natural milky woman. <laughs> but like I, I was in the house. I wasn't getting very dressed up. I wasn't feeling sexy. I was just like feeding everyone, feeding a baby, feeding this man that was like an overgrown baby. And so I was forgetting to like, care about myself, like do my hair, do my makeup, look cute. And then when I broke up with that man, that overgrown baby, <laughs> I started to care about my hair. Cause I was going places and have the opportunity to like look yeah. in the mirror. And then I was like, Oh yeah, there she is. That person I used to know. Like, so I think it's important even in marriage, even in a relationship. And I will never do that shit again. I will never be so consumed. I mean, this sounds terrible, but like as a wife and as a mom that I forget about myself, because I think that's the shit that keeps you going. You know what I mean? Like you have to like to, to have a sex drive. You have to feel sexy about yourself and that requires you to love on yourself. And so got to make okay. time for it. You know, I have a question for you guys too, cause you guys are married and you know, you're experienced. How did you know that your, how did you know your husband was the one? Like, how did you know, like you were ready? I mean, I know you guys have been married for a while. Like, like no one's perfect, but like, how do you know? Like, okay, this because is stuff I can I'm deal with. I'm super scared. Cause I was about to marry someone and then thank God it didn't happen. But like, now I'm like, is marriage like, do I need to be married? Like, is it like, 
Because you're should, not perfect. Should he just be my boyfriend forever? Like my partner? Like, do we need to sign yeah, him? I, mean, I, don't I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know what mar- what the per- like the real purpose of marriage is. I mean, when I got married, I was a, I was I was young. I was a I was a different person that I than I am now. The things that I wanted and I thought were important, this person had all of those things. It just it fit into what was going to look good for. I wanted to have I wanted to have children. I wanted to live this kind of a life. And he just he checked all those boxes. Lucky for me, he turned out to still um, be a great guy. And I made I made a really smart choice for being so young pat on my fucking back because it could have been anything you know what I mean there was people right before him that I probably I could have married too and luckily I didn't mm-hmm. um but he just at the time he was the right one and it, it it has it has worked out for sure but it's crazy to think the decision you make when you're young for the one is still supposed to be the same one decades later I actually know why I chose the one I think that I'd always try like I'm he let me be me and never tried to change me. And a lot of people try to change who you are with him. And I never apologized for who I was. And, and I, I'm kind of crazy. And, you know, you'll find me on the bar dancing and you'll find me talking to other guys. If you're insecure with that. You're not for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, bad potty mouth. And I'll be at a family dinner and, you know, someone will be like, pack the pie. I'm like, hair pie. You know, I just have inappropriate thoughts constantly. <laughs> And I, yeah, I know it's like the thing my husband's like, Jesus, Catherine, you know, I just, I'm always saying bad things to waiters, to everybody. And, uh, it's the best by the way, you know, I like, I like to break walls down with people. I hate talking about normal shit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go about vacations. I want to know, like, are you doing like what the fuck is going on over there? Are are you, have you had an affair recently? (laughs) The audience, our audience is often like, you know, are your husbands okay with the way you talk? Are your husbands, are you guys divorced? Because I love to fantasize about men that I find on like the Instagram or TikTok, who I think are so hot. And then I'm so into them that we bring them on as guests to our show. And I literally tell them that I'm imagining the two of us together and what our children would look like. Yeah. And you know, regular moms are like, I can't believe, like, how, how does Mark feel about that? I'm like, well, I never considered what he thought. <laughs> I mean, he's in the other room. He seems to be okay with it. I mean, we contact my ex-boyfriend. Yeah, we do. Uh, we call oh, my oh, yeah, ex-boyfriend. We, oh, wow. That, oh, so, wait, you contacted your ex-boyfriends and what, you interviewed them? On live, yeah. And we talk about them. We try to find them. We do all, we, yeah. We actually oh, did the same thing. We interviewed our ex-boyfriend, our ex. Well, she's a former lesbian, so her ex-girlfriends. And we interviewed our my one of my just on a br- like fluid, right? Not former, just like, like you could fluid. be fluid. You could be a lesbian fluid. again. I mean, yeah, yeah, fluid. Maybe I like I like penis, like a warm, fleshy one, <laughs> a real one, a lot. Um, so I don't know if I could be a, a lesbian again. Maybe for like um, Ellen or something. But Ellen, she's rich. Ellen. She's what? rich. She, <laughs> of all the lesbians, I'm I'm a gold digging lesbian. No, I'm just God, kidding. I take my yeah. wife over her. <laughs> Shit. It was a joke. <laughs> but calm down. Really, though, he just accepts me for me and has always. And, you know, we changed the game. I was a social worker, like, then stay-at-home mom. And I was, like, I had a capon ready at nighttime, you know? Like, I was that mom who had a – I don't even know what a capon is. I, hear, I think but it's a small chicken. Like, a small chicken. I would make a whole chicken. I haven't made a whole chicken in 100 years. But when I first got married, I thought a whole chicken was what you did as a wife, you know? And then I was like, this is not for fucking me. And I kind of flipped the script. And he was like – 
okay, we're back to where we started, you know? So yeah, she was trying with that capon, but I saw that capon. When you opened it up, it was dry as fucking sad. <laughs> I, I, I mean, a Cornish hen? What the fuck is a capon? I don't know. I don't know. She just wore capon because they probably see it in movies. You don't know her wife capon. Oh, her wife capon. I'm like a, a little baby chicken. <laughs> You know the people who make whole chickens? I don't think a whole chicken is necessarily a K-pop. I don't know. They make a whole chicken. That's those, a chicken. Those people oh, impress me. That's not just no, like a I chicken. Agree. They make so a whole are, fucking thing. And I'm like. What are your deal breakers now versus when you first got married? Like, you know, like some people would say like, you know, cheating is a deal breaker, you know? And some people say like, you know, worse shit could happen. <laughs> or. Okay, so- uh, yeah, and we, we just, can I tell you something? We just had a conversation about this, and I don't, I don't even, we have not talked about this on the podcast, but you I, you and me together, yeah, we had this conversation. Yeah. I said, What would because we always play these games, what would you do if you walked outside oh. down to the lake and I was, I was having sex with your husband? <laughs> what would you do, okay? Like, so it's Damn, like you're like, and you see us like together, yeah. humping, humping, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, You can see him going up and down, not just there's no like. We're just talking visual for her. Yeah, everything. And I'm like, what would you do? She also said they were like making out. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no denying, like they're not chemistry. It's happening. Okay. What what do you do? I'm like, like, first of all, ew. (laughs) 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 I'd be okay with that. I I was I'm I honestly, I don't really care. I I don't care. (laughs) If if you want to be together, just let me know. But I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> if you guys just did that one time and it was like whatever, like I'm, I, I really, I, I don't have, I, if I, if I found out that my husband, would, like, if he was in love with someone, I'd just be like, just tell me so you can go be in love with her, you know. But like, if he like ended up drinking too much and having a one night stand, I'd be like, okay, can I have a ticket now? <laughs> How was it? Was it better than? But me? like when you first got married, did you feel that way? Would you have said like that's fine or not fine? No. I've come to realize like love and sex, marriage, it is agreement rather than this thing that you're like it is. It is every day in life. Who I happen to like almost always? No, like a lot of the time, probably sixty forty. Um, so I just think that when you grow up in a relationship and you're kind of like, you do, you do you, you let me be me and then let's and try, we can have some fun together. let's do this together, but don't try to, don't, don't, don't try to slow me down and don't try to put me in a box cause I'm out and I'm, I don't, and they actually took offense to this. And I said, we said this a long time ago. I'm like, I don't need you. I choose you and don't ever forget that. So don't think I'm here because I need you, but I'm choosing you. That's more powerful than me needing you. So please. And they were kind of like, and I was like, get over yourself. I think, you know, white men have a tendency to be very egocentric, right? Majority of the time where they're, they believe they, they need to be served and that's all they've been. Okay. Like, let's just call it what it is. So for us to have men that are empathetic and not challenged by the role of a woman and not feel scared about, you know, our, our husbands treat women not like there are pieces of meat. They talk to them like people. And that was always a really big, mm-hmm. you know, important part of our, for me, like kind of an important part of how this relationship worked. Like it wasn't, they're not, they don't sexualize women. And then I think that they're, they're not like toxic masculine. Like there's no toxic masculinity. They're okay to be like, yeah, you're a strong woman and I'm okay with being beside you mm-hmm. and a bit behind you rather mm-hmm. than in front of you. And 
I think for our personalities, that works well for us. And they've grown into that and grown up with that. And we've ch- we've had to, we've had to, but that role, we've had to create that role though. That role was not, that role was not just waiting for us. We had to make space for that. And I think that was something we had to challenge that boundary with them because they were not impressed when we started what we did. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say that also, I mean, I don't, I've never dated, I've never been with a white man besides having sex. Uh, oh, um, yes, you have. I know, oh. sexually. Um, but I would say that black men too, you yeah. know, they have ego. a lot of ego. Yeah. <laughs> I think men in general, yeah. there are these societal roles that they feel like they play and we're supposed to play. And I mean, thankfully, my obviously my relationship is really early, um, but my, the guy that I'm dating, you know, calls himself a feminist and he shows me that daily versus like where my previous partner is definitely very male sent. Like everything is about, you know, the male being the leader, even more so, even so much so that one day, I remember one time we were arguing and he was like, just, I, okay. Imagine this is a football game. I'm the captain and you are the player. Let me lead us to victory. And I was like, and I'm how out. am I supposed to accept this? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Don't you realize that I'm an alpha female? Like I'm an yes. asset to the winning. But at at at, the, at one point in that relationship, though, I was trying so hard not to be alpha because it, it was like we were constantly at odds. And I was yeah. like, okay, maybe if I just like, like just let him lead. But then like, he was leading us to fucking disasters constantly, like that's constant the, disasters. <laughs> women constantly compromise who they are to placate the relationship. I think that's why so many women get exhausted. They're like, fuck, I'm so exhausted. And I'm just placating myself, you know, to be, to make you okay. So how do you think your current boyfriend became a feminist? Was it his mother? Does he have sisters? How did he get like that? Um, 
You know, I think it was a, 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 a culmination of different things. I think, he, yeah, he was raised by strong women. And he told me that he went to a camp when he was a teenager that basically um, was all about, like, bias and, like, male bias. And, like, wow. That's yeah. impressive as fuck. Yeah. And so. Where is this camp at? I'm sending everybody I know there. And <laughs> it really showed him how, like, how biased he was and how much like ego and male toxic male what is it male toxicity toxicity he had and didn't realize you know like wow. i think he shared a story he was like yeah when i was at the camp like i thought i was like gonna ace it all like i knew that like i respect women and this girl she had like a bra strap hanging down and I like fixed it for her because I felt like it was inappropriate for her bra strap to be down. And she was like, don't put me together. Like, Mm. don't put me together and make it. And so that I'm acceptable. And then he was like, at that moment, I realized that like, yeah, I feel like a woman should be presented a certain way. And I realized that like, I needed to check myself. And I think just in different situations, he's, he has a lot of female friends. So I think like, that and and strong female friends, so I think that that kind of helps him stay in line and in check, and has helped him grow. Um, but and it, it I, honestly, at this point too, I think because of our platform and we engage with so many amazing women constantly, that like I couldn't have accept, I can't accept anything, anything less, less than that at this point. Like no. I'm now, like when I talk to my ex, I'm like, what the fuck? me, yeah, I'm like, what? how, how am I doing? I, I'm I'm so happy to be in this space. Like I mean, I like he's cool, but like. Yeah. No. <laughs> my my ba- my baby baby's daddy is such an immature child and such a disrespectful. Like no, like I I don't want to bash, but I'm being honest. Yeah. So disrespectful and so stereotypical in the sense, like oh, if you do this, women like like constantly trying to put me down for like personal things that he knew about me. I mean, now I don't care. The whole internet knows a lot of personal things about me, but it, I was constant, constantly in a battle with myself. Like, am I a hoe or am I free? <laughs> like, it, it's just like a constant thing. But like I was in my yeah. 20s. Uh, who's not a hoe in their 20s? <laughs> who's not a little promiscuous? But I'm just you wasted so- your time if you weren't a hoe. You, you wasted your whole 20s if you didn't hoe around. Like, what the fuck were you doing? You gotta be, you gotta- and I feel like men, they want so easy. They, 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 no, they, Pat and I were very men have this thing like they want the best they, they want the best blowjob giver but also you have to be a virgin when i met you it doesn't make any sense how do you think i got these skills practice no. <laughs> you know but i'm just I'm, I'm so happy like even though you guys are like you're way that way ahead in the game as us i told erica i was like kat and that are like the black the white version of us they're like <laughs> they're married and they have more kids but they just don't give a fuck, just yeah. like us. And I and I I, I I didn't realize when we started this what we were doing here. Like we're like you know it's a weird kind of all these moms are fucking a lot of these moms be pretending. Let's be real. They're like in these cookie cutter fucking outfits. They're wearing white. Oh. Their kids didn't spill on them and shit. <laughs> you know they're acting like them and Joey over there are having a great fucking time every day. And it's just not realistic. And I, I I'm so happy that we can be in the space together just to be like Joey. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like there's so many moms out there that are um that like what what is the thing in Get Out? They've like they're hypnotized. Like, <laughs> bitch, wake up. Are you yourself? Are you there? Are you happy? Are you in there? Do you know what I feel like? I feel like so many moms are too afraid to be themselves. And that's why they identify with the four of us because it's like we can say what they want. You know, the minute I let go of my mother-in-law's expectations of me is the minute 
you know, I was afraid of what people would think of me. And she was probably my biggest critic still doesn't like me today is the, but like, I've let that go. Um, is the minute I was kind of like, fuck it. This is, I've always been, you know, I dropped out of high school. I like, I, I am, I am the most un, the most, the probably look like I am the most like typical, but I'm the most untypical, but you kind of have to just be like, you have to just like, fuck it, fuck it. You, you have these expectations of me. It's not who I am. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. I can't, I can't, I can't please everybody. And we definitely can't please everything, you know, especially with, when we post black black lives matter any content around that and people fight us i'm like just shut up shut up move on like let's like how how is this a how are you like the you know and but we try to meet them and help them understand versus you know make them upset but i'm just it's like i think just so many people are stuck in this world like this little tiny world that's safe With and joey and and they they feel safer there than rocking any boat because they're too afraid of the backlash that they'll get. And, you know, I think that the minute you let that go is the minute you can um, just not, you don't carry this backpack around of fear of what people will think of you. And I think that's where everyone should try to get to. I don't know how many people can get there because there are so many rules set up in life. Like there are so many rules people are supposed to abide by that are, un, you know, unwritten. And I just think that when you can, you know, have conversations like this, I feel like it helps people come to a bigger place where they're like, oh, I can have a voice. I can be who I want to be. I can tell my partner I don't like, I want to be with you. You know, like I am not happy. Like I can send a nude. I don't have I to make a full chicken every fucking dinner. Oh, oh <laughs> speaking of. Uh, a capon is a castrated male chicken flattened for eating. Disgusting. So that is what you were making. Disgusting. Capons. Disgusting. Why is it flattened? You know, like flat. No, I, I have no idea. And you know, <laughs> I, never, I don't wash my chicken either. Just I, I heard that people wash their chicken. I don't do that. You, you know, that's a white thing. You know, you know, only they say white people don't wash their. You need to wash that chicken. We don't know where that chicken's been, Pat. <laughs> you got to wash the chicken first. Do I have to? Really? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my you god yes. there's all sorts like, of weird shit on there so you feel the film on you gotta that? wash it up. it's just like you gotta wash the broccoli from the produce section people you got people packaged it you gotta wash that shit don't do that either <laughs> i don't wash anything oh, no. i'm so I glad you're not making my romaine and a little bug on them i don't wash inside my vagina either oh god <laughs> Well, you gotta take they a bath. They say it's a self-cleaning oven. She, I'm telling her. Well, you, just, you shouldn't. You shouldn't put like hard not, soap no, in there, water. No. Water. You gotta like. You gotta like. When you get in the tub, you gotta hold it open. Water. Yeah. No, and like, just like, kind of let it like seep in and out like a river. Yeah. No. I let the. I let. I let it slow down. I just don't. I don't. No. With no, the soap, you know. No, I don't, you don't go do in the that. Undercarriage. You don't yeah. do that. That's how you get a yeast infection. No. Yeah. No. Okay, no. No, does it? No, I'm not. You don't. I think you think I'm putting soap up in it. Even inside the fold, you shouldn't go inside the fold, right? You, you keep that no shit. Ever. No, the fold. Fine, I've been. Soap. No, the yeah. fold. No, no, no. Water. How do you wash water. your like, between your lips? The 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 uh, the labia majora. Yeah, no. Dark, moist places create smells and mold. They nope. need soap. Water just cleans. They it. need soap. Your pussy does not create mold. When you exactly. listen, let me show you. If you're washing, if you're washing, <laughs> you, wash. you just wash. Here's wash, a wash. You know? Yeah. And then you rinse. Not with soap. 
With soap. Yeah. With soap. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Kat. I'm with you. With soap. I'm with you, Matt. Thank you. The water just, I feel like the soap from my hair does the whole thing. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like I a river. It's like, what's anyway. You need to scrub. Oh, also, um, yeah. uh, Matt, I saw I saw your um, Instagram post with your string, and I wanted to tell you, I, first of all, I was cracking the fuck up. Second of all, <laughs> You know, there's a there's a stripper there's a stripper like um, secret a stripper a stripper, stripper hack trick. there's a stripper hack <laughs> that I've been using for a few years and you should know it. You just cut that string and you push it up and then there's no string. Like if you're going on a date and maybe you just want to get an outer rub or you're at the pool, you cut the string and then no one will even know it's up in there. I know. And then Wait, you you're at the up. pool and you get a rub. Wait, Do you get rubbed at the pool? No, I mean, I have, but I'm just saying for two yeah, seconds, yeah. if you wanted to get rub out or rubbed, or if, you, or if you're at the pool and you don't want the string to interfere, cut the string and push it up. And then you, you know, get, the first spring video got taken down. I it saw that. I was like, why the fuck? By Instagram has been hating on us all week. Okay. And We're banned like, from IG hell? Live. We're banned from IG Live. So like July. Yeah. I have no idea. No clue. No clue. So what? That, yeah, I don't know. And then the second one, I was like, screw it. I'm posting it again because Instagram can get over themselves. And, you and know, because two days in a row, that string yeah, her came out champ, again. Her string was everywhere. Because my bathing suits are too small. So it's so tight that it has nowhere to go. So it just escapes. Yeah. Anyways, I, I don't have a period. I took Camila's hack advice once and I literally, it took me like five minutes to get the tampon. You gotta out. just push with your, I you could had a not baby, push it out. Get it out. And have you no, ever like no. put two tampons in by accident? That's fucking terrible as well. Yeah. I lost a cup in me. I lost a whole cup gone. And I was, I fainted. I almost, I was on the floor. I was like, Natalie, Natalie. I thought, tried the diva cups. And I like, oh. I had to go find Bear down. And I was, I was about to cry and I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And oh my God, I was sitting in the shower naked and the kids were banging on the door and I was like, oh my God, it's not coming out. And I figured I, myself I, I, so I tried the, the diva cup too. And I had the same thing. I was like squatting and pushing and pushing. I was like trying to put like my whole fist in my vagina. Like I could not get it out. And I was like, I will never do this again. I can bear down so well that I'm, we're going to try like later this week that I'm going to shoot a ping pong out of it because I know how to bear down. So well. I pop four babies. out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? So when I need to get the diva cup out or I could even shoot a tampon. Out, so I said, I we, go, I said, we need to try <laughs> your kegels are on point. I need to do more. Kegels. I know. Yeah. I said she could break a penis with that. I you know what I mean? Squeeze penis is like that. Penis is I like know. action. I didn't know that really. I like, I didn't know a totally. Oh, one of our guy friends who we work with, he's like, like, why do you stay with her? She's such a bitch because she was. And he's like, because she's the she can grab my penis with her vagina. Yeah, so I gotta stay she's with like her. a snake. She's like a yeah. And I wow, know, he, had, he had a word for it. He's like, she, vice grip. She can vice grip it. Vice grip. So he had to stay with her. Vice she grip? even so that was marriage. Oh, I'm kegling right now. No. Um, they're just, they broke up. Too. They broke up. So they enough, broke up. So just enough to save the marriage. He found someone else to, to vice dick him. Vice grip. Oh, yeah. vice grip. <laughs> vice grip him. Hey, ladies. I um, think we could literally talk to you guys forever. Too bad about the fact that the seven kids literally FaceTiming us down there. Oh, oh, my God. I know. We gotta, I got to roll, too. I got to get on a conference so call. Let's do this again. And In we're, person, though. We're really that we made this happen and that you're exhausted and we still made time for this. And, and we you appreciate you so you. much. And that's what I mean, that you guys are so exhausted, but you made time for us. And... Um, I can't wait to hear how camp goes. If you listen on our platform, go check 
good moms, bad choices. They're in Instagram will give you life and the freedom to be who you are without giving a fuck. Love it. Um, and their podcast is on every platform you can find. So go find them there. And they're just amazing. Thank Can't you guys so much. Yeah, cocktails. We're so glad. No, no, I want to roll a joint. I, I want to roll a joint. I used to roll joints so well. I was such a good roller. And in She's Canada, good. I can't find those. I was, and gummies I, fuck me up. And so do the pens. I just did a real one two weekends ago. I want like a real, I haven't had a real joint in so long. Okay, when you come to LA or we come to Canada, we'll roll you a big fatty. We can't wait. I get, I'm, really, I'm a lightweight, oh okay? God, I get fucked so up super hard. fast. You know what? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, we know. You can't drink. You can you can can't. Only, at the end, you can only hang out for four hours. And at the last hour, you can do stuff. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay. So just, just get me a up. diaper and a bed, and we'll be okay. You know, just in case, thing, and a helmet. Perfect. <laughs> that shit, crazy. Helmet, helmet awesome. a diaper, and a bed, and we'll be okay. We got you. Thank we you so you. much, baby. Thank All you. you and wash that chicken. <laughs> and your bed. Wash the and chicken and the bed. Stop <laughs> using too much soap in your vagina, Nat. <laughs> Use soap in your badge. Use soap in your badge. Use soap in your badge. Not in, but at the outer majora. The vulva. The vulva. The vulva needs the vulva. Got it. I gotta gotta learn those parts. I'm gonna go lotion myself <laughs> and talk to myself. <laughs> Thank Love you guys. guys. All right, bye. bye. bye.